0: Welcome, everybody, to Furgo and the Freak. This is episode 203, and it's another breaking news episode. I'm here with Andrew, though, which is really cool. And the Toronto Wolfpack have withdrawn from the 2020 Super League season. They will not take part in the rest of the year. Um, There's been a lot of talk that some of their players have not been paid and that they refused to turn up to get coronavirus tests that would allow them to get back into training. Um, what do you reckon about this, Andrew? This is this is pretty shocking,
1: hey? It is. It's pretty sensational too. Um, I'm just reading here that the club, which faces the loss of seven overseas players, including St. Bill Williams, because of visa problems, is believed to have asked for a loan of £200,000. However, the other 11 Super League sides overwhelmingly voted against giving them the money. That's... So I'd... I mean, in my opinion, that's pretty slack because Toronto, I mean,
0: they've got massive hurdles to overcome and with all of the visa problems and stuff, they're not going to be able to play at home at all this year. I think that's really slack. What do
1: you reckon? Yeah, I'm just... just see the the UK players players are based in the UK, but they do not take any of the Sky TV cash. So it seems a bit unfair they are not being able to get some sort of money handed to them to help them out.
0: Yeah, and I mean, that's, look, at the end of the day, I guess they don't have to worry about having to fill out a TV schedule for, you know, having all of the games televised. So that's one thing that they, the other clubs, and, you know, rugby league is always run on self-interest. They don't have to think to themselves, well, we're going to be down one TV game. Um, I don't know. I just, I find that considering the terrible position that the Toronto Wolfpack are in, being an overseas club, being from North America, not being able to play at home, you would have thought that
1: somebody in Super League would have had
0: a little bit of sympathy for their situation.
1: Yeah, especially given the the market that they're getting into for the first time there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it looks like, I dare say the English Super League is probably going to be more than happy to have them not playing this year. It makes cause... you wonder if they'll be playing next year, though. Well, that's the thing. Didn't... I'm pretty sure the RFL decided that there'd be no relegation this year. So I suppose it made Toronto's decision a bit easier because they're going to be there next year anyway if they're still in the competition. Yeah, you'd think so. I mean, you can see where it makes a lot of sense for
0: them just to decide to not to participate. But, I mean, that's a lot of momentum to get back. And you would have to think that they're going to lose most of their quality players, they're definitely going to lose Sonny Bill Worms because I can't imagine they're going to pay him $5 bucks to sit on the sideline. I mean, that's got to void his career, uh, not his career, his contract, surely.
1: Yeah. It's it's a rough time for Super League. I'm surprised that they're, they've they decided they're going to try and get the season back going in August because with, with Toronto pulling out, I believe, the other 11 clubs... Um, if they haven't all done it yet, they're very close to it, uh, we'll all we'll be doing you know, pay cuts for all their players this year. Mm. Yeah, they've um, done They've
0: done a deal, I think, with the players where
1: they only get a
0: percentage of their salary. Um, I think they locked that in a couple of weeks ago because uh, from memory there they were um, soccer players that were saying, well, we're not going to do that. No other sport's been asked to do that. And the Super League players were like, well, we did it for the good of the sport, so stop whinging.
1: Yeah. Uh, So, Southford and Wakefield agreed to pay cuts uh, two days ago. And Mm. Carstford are pretty close to to being the final club to come across and do it as well. Mm. So, everyone's in there doing that. And uh, it's it's a mess over there.
0: It really is. I I thought what they really should have looked at, instead of saying, look, we're going to have a Super League season, Maybe have some sort of other competition, and I don't know what format it would have taken. I don't know how long it would have been. Could have just had the Challenge Cup. Yeah, something like that, you know, or have turn it into like a almost like what the Champions League is, where you have different groups and they play within themselves, and just because you've got a chance to do something really different. And I think it would have been better to have done something like that rather than to push ahead and try and have a, a full season. It's terrible news for Toronto. Like, I don't know if this is going to be the end of the Toronto Wolfpack as we know them, but um, this feels so familiar with some of the expansion clubs they've had there in Super League before. I think of Wrexham, Celtic, Crusaders. Uh, who else have we had over there? I mean, Paris Saint-Germain, the yeah. London Brocos a couple of times. Like, it just happens again and again.
1: It- Kind of get the feeling that the RFL has less loyalty towards those expansion teams, so they're yeah. they're not as interested in looking after them or helping them out, mm. uh, for you know, lack of a better word, I guess. Will so you... all these expansion areas where they could be making genuine money and, and making some genuine, you know, genuine growth areas, and they just don't put the effort into to getting it going. No, they don't propagate them,
0: and it's like. They have this attitude of like, we've got our clubs here and you can join us, but you're really on your own at the end of the day. When push comes to shove, you're on your own. You've got to pay for all your own stuff. And if you need some help, we're not going to help you. And you look at the difference between what the NRL has done with the New Zealand Warriors, where they've bent over backwards to make sure the Warriors are in the NRL. And it's barely, you know, it's working, but there's still, there's four players going home uh, in a couple of weeks' time. And you look at that compared to what, you know, they wouldn't give him £200,000. That's, to me, that sounds ridiculous. For the long-term future of the Wolfpack and what they mean to the game.
1: Yeah, it's not a big big sum of money. No. Um, I dare say the attitude might have been, well, you know, they've got to be in our roads, and why can't he just pay it? Yeah, and he's called their bluff and said, we're not taking part.
0: Um, I think this is a disaster. I think it's a disaster for Super League. The other thing it, it says to any expansion clubs that want to go down the path the Wolfpack took, it says to them, look, we don't think all, you, all your time and effort is worth £200,000 at the end of the day if you need a bit of help. And it makes you wonder, like, If it was the Leeds Rhinos that needed (laughs) £200,000, I bet they would get it. If it was Wigan, I bet they'd get it. There's plenty of clubs that would get that money. But the Toronto Wolfpack haven't been worth it, according to the other Super League clubs. Uh, I find it gross. And I just think it's really sad for Super League, and um, it's really sad sad for the fans that they've got in Toronto. They've got a really good supporter base, which is sizable enough to be on a world scale of rugby league clubs. I mean, they were getting some crowds there that were, you know, NRL clubs would have liked to have got some of their crowds um, at times. And I, I just find this really, really sad. And I hope it's not
1: the end of the wolf pack. I think the problem I got with it is it's pretty much saying to any expansion team, doesn't matter how good you are and how much money you've got, you will ultimately be on your own. Yeah. That's the yeah. wrong message to be sending. For for a competition that is still struggling to be, you know, drawing in big money, which it should be doing, Um, it's not closing the gap on the quality that's in the NRL. Um, They should be looking at expansion and trying to promote the game wherever they can to try and get some new talent in there, get some different money in there, and try and get the game up and competitive with Australia New Zealand and pretty much the whole Pacific region now. And here's a situation where they're... Yeah. You know, things have fallen in their lap that's taken them in the right direction and they're not willing to help out.
0: Yeah, a club in a club in Toronto in North America that can on its own on its own 2 feet stand and draw crowds of 10,000 people and I I just can't believe they would not value that enough to give them a cash injection. You would think that it would be of such a high importance to make sure that that club survived, that it had everything necessary to, to get through this year and beyond. It's just such short term thinking. And it's, it's the problem that super league has. And the the real problem is that you've got this competition where they are dying for some sort of greater relevance, not only in the UK, but internationally. But as soon as they get a foot in the door, they're not willing to pony up the money to keep it going, I cannot believe that they would be so short-sighted. Can I hit with a poser?
1: Yeah, go for it. Should Toronto approach the NRL for money? I, You know what? I wonder if...
0: I feel like it's too far for them to travel. Say Toronto come to the NRL and said, we would like to compete in the New South Wales or Queensland Cup. I... W- It'd be interesting to see what they said because their costs would be so much lower. Um,
1: But the travel would be the thing. I'm saying don't join the NRL. Yeah. Just ask them for a cash loan to help them out. And maybe they can pay it back over time. Uh, Just a flat-out loan. Just a flat-out loan. It's interesting. It's worth a shot for them. I think so. Part of the deal could be you will play a trial game. Could be in Canada. It could be over here. Doesn't matter. Who cares? Mm-hmm. But we want to see Toronto playing something in the NRL. So instead of the NRL doing something to help out already existing Super League teams, mm-hmm. they'll be hurting out the Toronto Wolfpack. It could be the NRL's way to try and promote their game in America as well. Yeah, that's a good point. Like you could see, you could see a reciprocal deal done
0: where they say, "Look, we'll we'll give you a loan." but we want to play a a pre-season game there or even an international. Maybe they they play a, uh, you know, next year's World Cup. Maybe they play a warm-up game in Toronto or something like that. And they say, this is part of the deal where we try and claw some of that money back. Yeah, exactly. Maybe that, what if, okay, here's one for you. How about this? What if the Toronto Wolfpack... Go to the Sydney Roosters and say, We will sell you Sonny Bill Williams. He's not <laughs> going to come over for five million bucks, but we'll release him from his contract for 200,000 grand.
1: And so essentially, the Roosters are paying
0: for it. So it would be like, it would almost be a, a transfer I... deal, but you don't, but Sonny Bill comes over, knows he's not getting five million. But he gets out of his deal and the Wolfpack gets some money. Yeah. Oh, here's one for you. Okay, I've got another one for you. What if Sonny Bill plays for the New Zealand Warriors? Ooh. There's an idea. Yeah. So they release him to the Warriors. They get a transfer fee for it and he plays out the season for the Warriors. That would be interesting, hey? Yeah. And they would have a little bit of money freed up from um, the players going home, who they've got, I think they said they were going to pay 70% of their salary this year. And you would think that the Warriors would maybe have a little bit more money under the cap. Maybe the NRL could slide that in for them in some sort of loan. You know how they've got the loan
1: players? I'd even say that the NRL should just say, you know what? we will cough that up as a way of saying thank you to the warriors for staying in australia all these months
0: i'd i'd be happy for that as an opposition fan
1: i'd have no problems with that at all that's an idea and a half yeah i think I'm we've s- just solved it i think i hope someone at toronto will pack's listing
0: i i do as well because <laughs> that that i'll tell you what you you brought up them getting the money out of the nrl somehow. that would be a really quick way to get a bunch of money really fast. I don't know where Sunny Williams is based. I I feel like he's based in Australia. Uh, I'm not too
1: sure. Mm. I don't know. I thought he might have been in in England, to be honest, but I'm not. I'm not too sure.
0: Yeah, I'm. Not, I'm not sure either. if you
1: if he was over in New Zealand
0: already. <laughs> yeah, well, if he was, I mean, he'd be able to fly over. I'd just be shocked. I would be really shocked if he was in England, and I'd be really shocked if he was uh, if he was in Toronto.
1: Yeah, I've got a feeling he's probably in New Zealand. Yeah, I think that's where his family's based, isn't it? I, I honestly have no idea. Yeah, We'll have to get Danny Wilder on and ask him. Yeah, I'm sure he's. I can't say that. Oh, uh, we can't. We can't get Danny Wilder on. We don't have cameras. Yeah, that's
0: right. We need <laughs> we need ear camera set up to get him on. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we do anyway we thought we've just finished an episode not long ago but this is breaking news we thought we'd bring it to you as well um sorry about all the episodes but we you enjoy it so uh yeah thanks for listening go to fergonthefreak.com follow andrew on twitter at andrew rlp and follow me i'm league freak and we will talk to you soon